guys. The subject for today's episode is about fostering creativity while you're raising your kids. I consider myself a creative person and I think I grew up with a lot of freedom to create and do as I wanted to and it was great for me. But it's funny how I'm a creative person, but I'm still an incredibly controlling, neat freak kind of person too. And the older I've gotten, the more I've realized who I actually am and gotten real honest with that too. So I've been thinking a lot lately about how I can nurture my children as much as possible and especially paying attention to their creative side. Um, As my little four-year-old girl, Lincoln Kiana, is sitting at the kitchen table, she asked me if she could paint and I got her out the paints and the the water and the little brushes and some clean paper and set her all up. And then I went about, you know, folding laundry or whatever I was doing. As I turned around, she's sitting there painting the faces and the bodies of her plastic dolls that she has. And so I got to admit, my first instinct is to like be like, no, Lincoln, that's not how we play. But I have to kind of hold myself back from that. And here's why. She knows better than to paint on a wall. She doesn't paint on the walls. But these dolls are like hand-me-downs from her 16-year-old sister. So they're old dolls. They're those kind of dolls where the hands and the feet come off. Some of them don't have hands or feet. They're not really like heirlooms or a big deal. And so it's really fine if that's how she wants to express herself. But still, my instinct is no. Um, She also recently asked if she could paint herself as a cat. She actually asks that almost every time she paints. She wants to take the paint and make little whiskers and make whiskers on my face. And I did let her do it once, but I still, I like kind of have a hard time with it. Um, I personally feel like because I'm a creative person and I thrive when I'm turning out some kind of content, whether it creates money or it doesn't, I've seen my motivation and my daily attitude and mental health soar on the weeks where I really foster my creative side. It's just part of what makes me me. But as a parent making space for a child's creativity, I think because I'm already trying to clean up a dozen messes behind her a day and I'm putting meals on the table. And, you know, I mean, if you guys have listened to any of my other podcasts, it's like, it's hard, you know, and I know everyone's going through it too. Um, It's just really important that I remind myself that just because my kid is not creative in the same way and doesn't do it right within my boundaries does not mean that they're not still trying not to explore their creative side. I need to remember how this is, this is how she's learning and how she's exploring and how she's practicing the best version of herself that she can be. I think especially now with COVID and having everyone in the house together, there's this like overarching sense of control as a mother that has been lost for me. Those five or six hours a day when everyone went to school and I would tidy up the house and someone was getting paid as a teacher to be able to direct the kids and tell them if they were doing something wrong and sort of take a little bit off of that shoulder, my shoulders. I'm just... I'm sure that there's parents out there that are feeling the same way. I'm fighting for control every day. I'm fighting. Maybe I'm grieving the loss of my old life and grieving the loss of my alone time. But it's also important for me to keep in mind that I have the maturity to see these things for what they are. I also have the maturity maturity to see what these children are going through. And they might be grieving the loss of their own life. Or maybe they don't even know what grief really is. They just know that they're sick of being at home and they're sick of their mom harping on them to clean up after themselves. 
a little flexibility and reminding myself almost on a daily basis to be more malleable and less rigid is so needed. Does it really matter if she takes the clothes off her dolls and paints on her plastic dolls with watercolors? No, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, it's probably adding value to a child who will grow up enjoy, enjoying painting. Knowing that she's allowed to experience doing something different that she didn't see someone else already doing fosters her own individuality and helps her gain confidence that it's okay to be different and it's okay to be the first one doing something. If mom or dad, or I guess maybe I'm coaching myself, because I'll probably go back and listen to this later. I often do. If mom is rigid and too hung up on keeping the toys perfect or playing with the toys only in one specific way, it can really send a message to the child that there's only one way to do things and thinking out of the box is not appreciated in your household. I, I swear sometimes I feel like I make these podcasts so I can go back on a bad day and coach myself because I go through this all the time with my kids. When things go off course and they decide to do things their own way, sometimes I just really struggle with it. I think for me, it's a constant practice. It's never something that I've mastered. There's always this little type A person who's used to delegating to a staff in a salon. And when you're in a workplace with other adults, if you need something done specifically, that's basically what you get, mostly because you're working with other professionals. But at home with little kiddos who haven't been able to hang out with other little kiddos for a year, it's important to have that soft spot and to be flexible. Also, reminder, you got to have patience with yourself too, because it's not always easy. For some of you who are like me, it will take regular practice of deleting these old thoughts that your child is being weird. She's acting different. She's making a mess and rethinking a new thought. My child is unique. My child is creative. My child sees things in her own way. This mess is such a positive thing for my child because she's learning that she can explore and create outside of the box and and she'll be a great version of herself. The things that you say about yourself too can probably use some work as well. I mean, be gentle with, with yourself. This is not an easy practice. And I know I get caught up in anger and resentment easily. Oh, last night, my husband said he would be down for dinner at 530. And it was a long day. But at 609, I was just pissed. I told him so in no uncertain terms. Within about an hour after he had, he apologized right away. He said, you're right. Um, within about an hour, I apologize too, because I know he's on a deadline. I know he hardly ever comes down when he says he's going to because of his work. And I need to let go of how his work day goes and just roll with it a little bit more. So I apologized and I didn't dwell on the fact that I was upset. It's a normal human emotion to get upset. So I think I kind of coddled my way through it and told myself, it's okay to feel this way. It's great that you apologized. It's great that you're working on things that trigger you. I guess I'm saying this because I want us all to remember that as much as we need to nurture other people, we also need to coddle ourselves as well. We all need to think of ourselves as two separate people, the person who's going through the life and the person who's the cheerleader that can say, good job, Diana. Yes, it kind of stunk that you had dinner ready and your husband said he was going to be there and he didn't show up for 40 minutes. Yes, that's irritating. And yes, she flew off the handle, but that's okay. You apologized and you bounced back and it ended up being a good night anyway. 
<sighs> so I guess the next time you see your kid burying her Legos inside of her Play-Doh and you feel that frustration building inside of you because she's making a huge mess, maybe take a few deep breaths and talk yourself through it. It's okay that you feel frustrated. It's going to be a bigger mess for you to clean up later, but it's also an opportunity to help her pick up the Legos or the Play-Doh, pull it all apart, and she can use her small motor skills. It's not only important for her to be able to have space to be herself, to explore and to create without me hovering over her and telling her how to do it right. It's also important that she's that she sees that I'm not constantly angry, upset, or frustrated just because she's expressing herself. I just want to give a shout out to all you parents who are trying to do your darn best. I see you. 